you're going to have days where you feel like you're failing. My husband runs a $50 million company. Guess what? He has days where he wants to fucking quit and says that it's not working. You know, like, exactly. Fuck this. Like, (laughs) let's go run off to an island and like, you know, drive Uber, whatever the fuck. Like, (laughs) yes, exactly. Shit. And no, no uh, shade on that. You can make some good money. But all of that to be said is like, you're going to have those days, but you have to trust that small, still voice with inside of you. The whole the decide it's your turn the my brand or whatever it is this podcast is built on three things decision faith and action those are the three pillars to absolutely keep going you have to make a decision you said it the best out of anyone who's ever said it on the podcast you can't have your feet in two different ponds or you'll fucking drown are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful profitable passionate life I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. So today is a very cool episode. It is part of our client file series. We are doing a five-part series where my clients, either past or current, are interviewing me. It is an ask anything situation where they are asking me questions that are both personal and professional. Like I said, this is a five-part series. This is one of the podcasts, and I would encourage you to listen to all five parts. We are releasing these in the fall of 2022. So whether you're listening to them live this fall or you're listening to them in the future, be sure to check out all five parts because all of my clients have a very different perspective. They're all with me for very different reasons and they've all asked extremely different questions that I think you would be very interested in learning not only about me, but them and the coaching experience. So I hope you enjoy one of these podcast client series recordings. Okay, you guys, we are back today, and this is going to be a really, really cool series. I am obviously away right now. Uh, Well, I'm not away right now. I'm recording this way in advance, but I have one of my besties here with me who just happens to be a former client, and she's at my house, and we are literally standing in my fucking closet (laughs) recording this because the audio is amazing in the closet, to be real. Um. You guys think that this is like a formal type of situation, but really it's not. We're in our pajamas sitting in the closet and going to record a podcast for you guys. And not all of these client, I I guess I'm going to call them like, you know, client interviews, client interviews, Christina type of situation. We're going to do a four part four part series on this while I am in uh, away on my trip for my 40th birthday. And I thought it would be really cool to have past and current clients interview me. So today we have one of like I said, one of my best friends who is now one of my best friends. However, we've known each other. We were talking about it last night at dinner for five years. You were a client of mine, like in so many different regards. And now we're just like super, super good friends. And with me is the one and only Sarah Faith, who's going to interview me. So here we are, Sarah Faith. Oh, I'm so excited to do this. Uh, when you asked me, I was like, I mean, would I ever? Would I like to interview you? Yes. I mean, but the hard thing, too, I think, is because we know each other so well. And I've known you for forever, it feels like. I mean, we were talking like it feels like it's been longer than five years. So it's like, I don't know. Anything I would ask, I would know the answer to. So I'd be like, Christina, what's this question I could ask you? Wait, let me answer it. I bet I know already. So I don't know. It's been a little bit difficult to come up with stuff, but I think I... Tell everyone who you are before you ask. Oh, I'll tell everyone who I am first. Uh, My name is Sarah, and uh, I'm a songwriter and artist and guitar player, and I live in Nashville, and I'm chasing a music dream, like, feverishly. Like, 
like Neanderthals chase food, like so starving, like very excitedly, but also desperately <laughs> because it's what I'm supposed to do with my life. So it's what I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If you guys don't know, Sarah has already been on the podcast and can clearly this morning at uh, what time is it? Nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. I'm not I'm not very prepared. But do you know what number of podcasts you were when you were on? Hell no. Hell no. We're no. Not. And plus, I was on one with number like... 18. Oh, podcast number 18. Know? Go You're... back. How are you so fast? Fuck, I'm so fast. You guys, <laughs> you would think that that was edited, but it wasn't. No, she's like, I'm not prepared. It was 18. Okay, shut up. <laughs> April, April 21st or April 1st, 2021. Go back to episode number 18 to hear all about Sarah's story. Yeah, like all the things, because um, I just I don't know. I feel like in that interview, I tried to really be like no holds barred, like talk about whatever, like the good, the bad, the ugly, like the shit and also the not shit you know i love it quick question is it no holds barred or no holds bar i really actually don't know and you just said i have bar. no clue <laughs> i have no clue so this is kind of like what's the other one that people say that you don't know what it really is like um intense for all intents and purposes intensive purposes intense and purpose i think it's in, in for all intents and purposes yeah, that's but a lot is. of people say intensive purposes i'm like no Oh my god, I love it, you guys. This is exactly... Or like, nip it in the butt. No, it's nip it in the bud. Bud. It should be nip it in the butt. I think butt. Like, stop it in the butt. Yeah. yeah. Stop. When I want something to stop, I hit it in the butt. <laughs> I'm not going to nip you in your... What is your butt, anyway? Exactly. Our boys are downstairs, so like when we want them to stop, do we nip them in the butt or do we slap them on the ass? I I'm going to go with the Kick them right in the ass. <laughs> okay, so... As I was thinking about, like, what I wanted to ask, I thought kind of back to the beginning. And I remember the first time that I ever met you, I was sent away to your first thing ever in Austin. I was, like, sent, literally. Like, here's your plane ticket, lady, go fix your life. And I was like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Nothing screams I love you like you need help. <laughs> so, anyway. But we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. So, um, and I stood up in front of a room of a hundred people because there were so many things yourself and also everyone that was speaking that weekend that said, just put your mind to it. You can do it. You're special. You have a gift. You, this, you, that, if you just have to believe in it, you have to see it. And it was my first like introduction into thinking about things that way. Um, I come from just like a normal modest family where like things are like, you have to work really hard. If you want, good things in life. You have to work really hard. And I still believe that, but I had not been in a room ever with females building each other up that much anyway, but saying you can have whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And I stood up and I said, you know, what's so special about me? You know? And I feel like there are people that could look at you and look at your life and be like, well, duh, she gets, she can have whatever she wants. She's tall, blonde, beautiful, whatever. She is hilarious. Like, yeah, the world's probably at her fingertips. But, like, what would you say to that argument? I mean, I know what you said to me, but, like, what's your answer to that? Like, you know, you're obviously working with people that are high achievers or want more out of life and don't want to just settle for, like, oh, I wake up at 7 every morning and I go to bed at 10 and, like, that's it. I don't know what happens in those 15 hours I'm awake, but whatever. Like, what is so special about just an average human? First of all, fantastic question. Number one, look at us go. <laughs> and we started with a serious question. But, you know, I, I think what I told Sarah that day, and obviously you can, like, um, uh, remind me exactly the words that I said, but, like, I just said, like, you're different because you're here. Like, you are different because you're willing to stand up in front of 100 people. You know, like, there's 300 million people in the United States of America. I think it's close to that number, maybe 330, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um oh my god it really is um okay so i was like there's 300 and something million people in the united states of america and there is a hundred of us in this room uh we are different anyone who listens to this podcast for self-development reasons you are different like the things that you are consuming in your brain you are different your willingness to stand up in front of a hundred people and even voice that and get vulnerable enough because you truly wanted to know you are different it, it it's just different you know 
I call all my clients unicorns because like the shit that we do on a daily basis is fucking different. I know like I don't even know the top of the iceberg of what you do on a daily basis, but I know it so much because I have had, you know, a behind the curtain look. You have a behind the curtain look of my life. Both of us people could like literally like that's why Instagram is such a clusterfuck sometimes because even you sent me a message like the other day. You're like, I want to be that asshole that says, oh, it must be nice. And it's like, yeah, bitch, it is. But like you also know what it's taken behind the scenes to get to that point. And like you're doing the exact same thing. Like, oh, it must be nice. You just said the thing, same thing about me. Oh, you're blonde, tall, gorgeous, whatever. You're the exact same thing. You may not be as tall as me, but <laughs> But, you know, you're gorgeous. You have like a quote unquote storybook life, too. But like what everyone doesn't know is that there's so much behind the scenes and you're wanting it so badly and your willingness to do whatever the fuck it takes to achieve it, whatever it looks like and be on the journey is the reason why it will work. I was even listening again. You know, I even put this on my on my story this morning that I don't think every one understands is like last night you got in town and at 10 o'clock I said to you guys hey I love y'all but I'm going to bed because I was exhausted and I needed to put boundaries in my life you're even staying at my house I could look like I'm a huge asshole but you respect that you know the fact that like I'm I need my eight hours of sleep I wake up in the morning I do my morning routine I go for a walk I do all the things like I need to take care of myself because that's just the way it fucking goes and you do the exact same thing you would have boundaries in your life too and I think it just makes you different, right? Like it's just different. But I was listening to this podcast this morning and the guy said, the only way in how you're not going to succeed is if you quit. And you and I both know that there's been so many highs in your journey. Like, I mean, I just think about like, you know, the day that you FaceTime me and like we we're crying and you won uh, Goodyear's Garage to Glory or the other times where you've messaged me and said you got the interview and then the times where we're crying because you didn't get something happen. And, you know, I know you pull all nighters and stress out about it and like feel like there's days that you're failing. And then you feel like there's days that like the you've just hit the jackpot. And that's the fucking thing. Like, as long as you don't quit, you're going to win. Most people just stop themselves. Most people don't take the action. I was, the, again, this podcast that I was listening to it was so good. The guy was talking about the fact that like so many people come up with them, these amazing ideas or what they want to do. And 20 years later, they go, oh, my God, I thought of that idea 20 years ago. No, the people who have the most success are the people like, OK, I have an idea. OK, cool. Awesome. Let's execute on this within like the next 24 hours. Absolutely fucking minimum. I came up with an idea on the golf course one day, um, just like a few months ago. I literally made a lot of money, like ten, fifteen thousand dollars within hours of this idea. And it was just like this crazy thing that I just like, I have to execute on this. I just have to take fast action. And then some days I do those things and I absolutely feel like I'm failing and it didn't work. And then, you know, some days that it, it works out, you know, but I just think I just keep going, you just keep going, and that is the difference between the people that are in those type of rooms, whether it was my live event or anything else, you just constantly keep taking action. You constantly figure it out. And that's what I do. And that's what my clients do. And that's the reason why people win, in my opinion. Um, do you mind sharing the juicy details of what that idea was so that we can all go make our 10 or 15 grand in this world that's full of money? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. So, it, okay. And you'll find this funny. So I've been doing retreats, which you've been to yeah. two of them. And then you came last year and performed at one of them. And I love my retreats, but I'm like, and by the time that this uh, podcast comes out, the this thing will already be implemented. But um, I love my retreats, but like, I kind of put them out there and I advertise them and people are on the fence and all the things. But like, I have been listening to my one-on-one -on -one clients and my mastermind clients, people I've worked with for a long time and women in general have a really hard time women in business have a really hard time you know getting the support they need for their business and I have a couple high-level clients who have been doing really really well and I was like wait a minute I'll just do a CEO women's CEO retreat and then I'll bring in a couple high-level speakers and we'll work fully on their business because a lot of my retreats have been as you know like the mental side of things and obviously that's a huge part of it but like I don't think that there's been enough focus right now on the business side so I am doing a women's CEO retreat and 
and that will actually, you know, obviously bring in a lot more income than ten or fifteen thousand dollars because you know it's a high level retreat. And re- but within within um, twenty four hours or basically thirty six hours of that idea, I had three of my clients say, "Oh my god, absolutely!" So that was it. But it was just thinking about and this podcast that I was listening to this, this morning. It, it was like it, he was talking about the exact same thing. It's like see a problem and fix it, and that was exactly what it was. It was like you know. Some people are on the fence about coming into a retreat. It's very difficult. But my clients who know me and my clients who are want to be like in that energy and my clients who want to actually, you know, dive in on their businesses, I created a way in which for them to fix the problem that they had, which is basically a full deep dive on their business and how they can walk away making more money and feel more in alignment in a three-day weekend. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And then I reached out to a couple of my clients, sent a couple of emails and rearranged the schedule. So it's not like a 10-person retreat. It's like six of my clients and we're just going to dive deep on business. And obviously there's going to be a lot of fun too, because I think a lot of these women work too much just like my just like myself so it's going to be a combination of fun and business and speakers and we're doing it um probably a couple weeks right before this podcast came out so hopefully it was a huge massive success but but that's how it's just like i thought of a problem and i fucking fixed it but i the difference is i took action on it i think a lot of times people just don't take the action and uh i guess my follow-up question would be um like in that moment when you think of that thing and I'm guilty of this too. Um, and I know that we both kind of have the same attitude when we get into that mental game where we're like, okay, I have this solution to this thing. And now this is what I need to do to carry that out. Because, you know, we say it all the time. Like you already know what you have to do to like, you just have to say it and do it and, and whatever. None of this like footing around like, oh, well, I don't know how to do that. Like, yeah, you do. You have a phone in your hand. You can figure out how to do pretty much anything because you have a phone in your hand that can tell you all the answers or throw it on social media or whatever, whatever the answer is. But there's the inner bitch that comes in and is like, yeah, but like, what if people don't like it? Or what if people don't want to do it or whatever? Like, what's your like kill switch for that? Or like to keep those voices from stopping you? Because I think that that's kind of a learned skill as well. It's like the fast action is one thing, but then it's also this thing of like how to ignore the thing in your head that's like, yeah, but like, and I think you've, you've talked about this all the time. Like you don't have like a coaching degree. You don't have like a psychology degree or like anything dumb like that. You just know that you can help people. You know, you're the best at it. And that's how it works. Like no one's giving you permission to do this besides you and God. And so like, what is it do you think that you could speak to or tell people that is kind of something that gets rid of the things that are like, oh, but like, you know, what if people think you're not qualified or what if you get to feeling you're not qualified or whatever? Yeah, fantastic question. And I think it's like a twofold thing. I think you're absolutely right. I've been doing it a little bit longer. So like I've taken actions and like done it. But even in just this example, okay, so this is the first time I'm doing a CEO retreat. Think of like, I'm literally on the golf course, I pull up my notes app, and I wrote down all of the things, then I wrote down all the clients that I know that it'll serve. And then I literally spent probably eight hours the next day trying to like figure out like location, time on the schedule, figure out all the clients that I would do it, sent an email to my clients. It's an invite only thing for my clients. And I just was like, okay, here's what you're going to do, Christina, you're going to send this to like the top 12 people that you think that this would be the perfect thing for if one person says yes it's a fucking must and sure enough the very first person and i always say a prayer behind it too i'm like all right god just show me if one person says yes i will fucking have the mindset to just fill it up no matter what and fill it up like obviously my goal was to have six people so even if i if one person says yes it was exactly the same as the event that you went to when one person said yes i fucking figured out how to do that because i know that ultimately my job is to to change one person's life. So if my one client said, oh my God, yes, this is what I need. And she's like, yes, tell me, I, I give me the details. I wrote up the email to them. I got the details. And obviously I want everyone to know too, I don't have to have every single detail. And I think this is what stops people so many times. 100%. I knew that this thing was going to serve my clients. I knew this women's business CEO day was going to serve my clients. 
I came up with a date. I came up with like the vague action plans. But once everyone signs up, if I have to modify it or tweak it a little bit to serve these six women the best, I absolutely will. Maybe bring in a different speaker. Maybe go to a different location, whatever the fuck. But I just had to take action on that small idea. I didn't have to have every single detail planned out, house reserved. I will figure it out along the way. Like, I guarantee you there's some people who will be like, well, I don't know how to like have food or a photographer that day, whatever it is. And, and it stops them. I'm like, no, I just have to get one yes. And then the minute I get one yes, I'll figure out the house. And then once I figure out the house, I'll figure out the food and then I'll figure out the photographer and then I'll figure out the gift bags. And I want you to know, like my brain does, like I'll wake up like three nights ago, I woke up and I was like, fuck, I got to start thinking about swag bags. And that videographer said they couldn't do it. And like, I wonder if the house will like, is everyone going to be mad that they don't have their own bathroom? And like, just like <laughs> shit like that, that like literally goes through your fucking like, head. They're they're valid, but they're also invalid because they're, they're valid because it's things you have to take care of and think about, but they're invalid if you're going to let them stop you from doing the things because those women need this shit, you know, like, and I guess, you know, from my own perspective, I'm hearing you say this and it's like, I'm in a songwriting world. We're like, it's so fucking annoying. We talk about going viral and on TikTok and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, like my mission from the very get go of this is if I help one person through the shit that I've been through, then amen, hallelujah. But like, it's hard in a world where people are like, oh, it's all about the numbers and you have to be popular and you got to do this and that and the other thing to have that mentality of like, I mean, even if I help one person, I fucking win. Dude, I've won. You and I are standing in my fucking closet. In our, really cute, by the way. it is really cute closet. There's like some stuff and like some Christmas decoration. Fuck yeah, there is. This is the Christmas closet, uh, and my mom's uh, vision board magazines from circa 2012. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is legit, you guys. This is real. This is a thing. But you're standing here and look at where you've come in the last five years. And I'm the, obviously not the, like, I'm just a tiny 1% fraction, but like, there's been a lot of push behind you. You've had a lot of skin in the game. You've had a lot of ideas. You've had a lot of momentum. Like you've done all those things. It's the same thing with me. Like even if, okay, let's say I sent out those first, I think I sent five emails and my, the very first one I sent said, yes. I was like, okay, that's a God sign. So then I just show up to it. And I think I did have about four clients right after that say no, just because the time wasn't working or whatever. But all of that to be said, I'm like, I just kept sending the next one. And then one, one more said yes. And then now one more said yes. And it's just like, my job is just to keep fucking showing up. And I guarantee you, if that one girl would have, my one client said the very first one who said yes, I would have fucking showed up for that. I just would have. That's who I am. It's what I fucking do. And that matters. And I'll figure it out as I go. But like, you cannot let your brain, and that's what it's doing. Your brain is trying to stop you from doing the thing that's scary. This is always scary to me. It's always scary to me. I I, I work with so many people who like, literally, I even have a client right now who we were just talking about like where she she literally has to stop not taking money. Like she like sends out invoices and people don't pay and all the things. Or even when someone starts doing something, it's like, oh my gosh, how can I charge the money for this? And they get so afraid about charging like $600. But I say to them, I'm like, gun to your head, can you help this person? And they're like, absolutely fucking literally. And I'm like, well, you have to charge money for this. Like this is not a fucking hobby. This is a business. We are in the business of helping human beings and we get fucking paid for it. Like how blessed are we? But at the same time too, you have to fucking can't let those little things stop you. And I think I'm just, my muscle, confidence is a muscle, right? So my muscle of showing up, doing scary things, doing the next thing that I'm not 100% sure of, I'm just getting better at that time and time and time and time and time again. And this CEO retreat, it could be the greatest thing since sliced bread. I could do four of them next year, or maybe I won't, but I will always fucking show up, do the absolute best I possibly can, because I know that it's a need. And that's what I'll do. Like, yeah, I think that that's the answer. Yeah. And I think, too, it's, like, super important, a great point, which that whole answer was fucking surreal. But <laughs> if I'm just being picky and picking out one thing, it's like, you're not worried about catering to the masses. You're worried about serving, like, a person, you know? Like, I think it's pretty incredible that someone like yourself can be on this super like successful super like war path but it's not because you're looking to have rooms full of thousands of people it's like i've been in the rooms there's like nine of us we're all bawling our eyes out super ugly crying and it's 
scary as hell, but there's nine of us. You're changing things. Six people, nine people, whatever people at a time. And like, that's your corner of the world. That's where your magic is. And I think that's really important for people to understand is like, it doesn't have to be like this. Oh, I changed the world of like thousands of people and I'm like so good for it. Like, that's not what it's about. You know, it's not about like this huge, massive thing. It's about some to to me. What it sounds like is like, it's not about being a massive thing to a massive amount of people. It's about where it is, where the joy is for you is if you make a massive difference for like a person. A hundred percent. I get DMs all the time and I'll get dms like even years after i've worked with people like even just recently one of my clients who you know Kristen, you were your quote was in the book i messaged her and i was like i'm so fucking proud of you she was like thanks girl i know i'm so proud of you but that's the thing right so like sarah was a part of my mastermind like a few years back and um Kristen, we'll call her dispatcher Kristen. she because we don't know how to say her last name she's been a good no one one does she doesn't even know (laughs) it's fine we'll go with dispatcher Kristen, and uh she just released her um dispatcher like um journal so she's like did a journal for um people in uh police dispatch and firefighters and you know ambulance et everyone like that and it was just like she had this idea in the mastermind and and years now two years later she just released it and i'm just like first responders journal you guys can find it on amazon and it's the coolest thing ever because i'm so fucking proud of her like that's one person two years ago and like that just makes my soul happy if that's my purpose and you guys i want you to understand if this is your purpose you don't have like people ask i want to impact millions hey if you want to impact millions that's fucking awesome good on you but like you can still make a massive difference in this world only impacting a couple people and you can make good income doing it like it's just it's a fucking around the world blessing i'm just so grateful Hey, y'all, it's Christina. So you hear on this podcast a lot be talking about my clients. Well, I'm obsessed with what I get to do. Let me just say it. I'm the best at what I get to do. I am 100% the best coach that you will find. I am so passionate about helping you gain the confidence to live a life that you're obsessed with and make a fuck ton of money doing it. You guys, one-on-one coaching is my specialty. It's what I do fantastically. It's the reason why I've been sold out for such a long period of time. In 2023, I am going to bring on one, maybe two new one-on-one clients. In order to get the opportunity to have one of those spaces, you have to be on my one-on-one coaching wait list. If this is something that you think that you'd be interested in or excited for, get your name on the one-on-one coaching wait list. The link is in the show notes. You can find that link in my Instagram at bchristina in the bio, or text me the word coach to 501-222. 3362. I'll get your name on the wait list and I will contact you. We will do a discovery call to make sure I am the best fit for you and you are the best fit for me. Like I said, I've been sold out in my one-on-one practice for quite some time, but I will be taking on a couple new clients in 2023. And if you want to be one of them, I cannot wait to connect. I think too, I was looking at my list of questions because I'm such a little overachiever. You're like, hey, can you, can you think of some questions? I'm like, oh, I can do this. I was in school for a long ass time, an unnecessary amount of time. I can ace this project. Watch me. So um, we're feeding right into the list. So we're also doing well as a team. Um, this thing of like, you know, Kristen, for example, if she were to think like, Oh, well, you know, I'm just a dispatcher in, she's in California, right? Yeah. Is she in Arizona? California. Okay. I'm just a dispatcher in California. Nothing special about me. Who am I to believe that I'm going to write this book and it's going to matter? You know, like, who are you to think that you can start an Instagram, tell people you're going to change their life and actually do it? Like, who am I to think that I can put my company in the dumpster from Michigan and moved to Nashville three years ago and try to chase a crazy dream. Like, like, what is that? And like, and what's your, like, I don't know, I guess what's your thing for like the, who am I to, uh, you know, similar question, but different. And it's magic because you know what it is? It's exactly what I tell people on social media all day long. It is your God given responsibility. It is the thing in your soul that you knew you were put here to fucking do. And it is your responsibility to do it and my job to help you fucking do it. Period. And then I guess the follow up to that, too, is like, um, because I know we both struggle with this, too. Like, there's days where, like, I know this is my fucking purpose. Like, I know God put me on this planet. 
I went through some shit in my life and I'll be damned if it was for nothing, you know? Like, that's kind of my attitude when I'm writing songs or whatever. And it's like, but then there's days where it's like, but is this for me? Like, is this what, am I doing the right things? Am I taking the right action? Like, um, you know, I think a little bit of where my mind tends to go sometimes is like, did I, did I miss something? Like, did I take the right avenue? Like, is this really for me? Like, God, can you give me just like one more thing approved? Like, can I just have one more little sign? Like, what about your, like, you know, cause I know not every day is the top of the fucking mountain. You know, you're not, you're not like a, you are a superhuman, but like not in that regard. Like you still have a soul <laughs> as much as we joke that we don't really have souls. Uh, we do. And we still get to the point some days where we're like, man, I don't know if this is fucking for me. Yeah, and newsflash, if you have ever thought this, which you're lying to yourself if you haven't, <laughs> it doesn't matter what level you are. You could be on your first day of your idea. You could be on your first dollar. You could be, um, you know, 25 years in at $50 million. You still have those doubts, insecurities. You still have them. You're a fucking human being. Like, you have emotions as, as much as you try to block them out and keep moving forward. No, I'm feeling this. <laughs> exactly. Like, even with people who are feeling less. I mean, and sometimes that's a strength. Sometimes that's a weakness. And we all have them. But, like, you are going to have those days. You're going to have days where you feel like you're failing. My husband runs a $50 million company. Guess what? He has days where he wants to fucking quit and says that it's not working. You know? like the table. Exactly. Fuck this. Like, <laughs> let's go run off to an island and, like, you know, drive Uber. Whatever the fuck. Like... <laughs> Yes, exactly. Shit. And no, no uh, shade on that. You can make some good money. But all of that to be said is like, you're gonna have those days, but you have to trust that small, still voice with inside of you. The whole, the decide it's your turn, the my brand or whatever it is, this podcast is built on three things, decision, faith and action. Those are the three pillars to absolutely keep going. You have to make a decision. You said it the best out of anyone who's ever said it on the podcast. You can't have your feet in two different ponds or you'll fucking drown. You know, like go back to listen to episode number 18 with Sarah. Like that we just found out. Shout out 18 <laughs> April 1st 2021. Um but all of that to be said is like you can't have your feet in two different ponds. You have to go all in. You have to make a decision. You will fail a few times. You will get your ass pounded. Both of us will continue to absolutely get our butts kicked here and there. Like we're not immune to it. You're not immune to it. Don't think that there's something wrong with you. Don't think that you're failing. It's okay to pivot. All the things but like you're going to get your ass kicked. Warren Buffett gets his ass kicked. Every I love this this thought process. Um Jeff Bezos, the Amazon guy. He was the poorest human being in the world at one point in time because he was so far billion dollars, billions and billions and billions of dollars in debt when he was starting Amazon. He's now the richest person. Like that's a very very extreme example, but it's like the same thing. You are going to be, go down and up and down and up and you're going to get your ass kicked. But you have to make a decision. You have to have faith. And that's the number one thing that, you know, binds us for sure is you have to have faith that it's something outside of yourself is working in your favor, even when it doesn't seem like it. And then you have to take action. You have to just keep moving and moving and moving. And you are going to take some actions that don't work. And you are going to take some big, scary actions. And you're going to take some of these tiny little actions continuously day after day in and day out. You guys, when this podcast comes out, you'll be listening to it. I will have probably not posted my first story post. I am planning to take time off. Obviously, we're recording this in like August. It's not coming out until like October or November. But I have up until this point, I have posted every single solitary day for over four and a half years. This fall, I am going to take a couple days off while I am away. I know. What are we going to do? Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to post, but not as much as I do. And, you know, I have been taking continuous actions day in and day out. And guess what? There is still some days that I do not think it's working. There is some days that I'm like, geez, Luis, can someone pay attention? Can someone help me? Throw me a bone here. But like, there is days that I have that and every successful person does. It's just that I just don't let it stop me. I just keep moving. Maybe I go for a walk. Maybe I cry. Maybe I throw some shit at the wall, whatever. But like I keep going. And so I think that that's like the main thing. Okay. Do we have time for just like two more questions? Well, yeah, and then do. you had one for me, I think. Yeah. Did you, you haven't yeah, asked it yet, have you? No. Okay. So this next question 
for people chasing ambitious things, which hopefully everyone listening to this is. I think that kind of part of living life and living it to its fullest is chasing ambitious things because like why do you want to be on this earth for 80 years or whatever and just be like yeah well I mean I sat on my porch a lot that was cool <laughs> like I mean like I ate some like grilled cheeses and like some peanut butter and jellies it was like fun it was like cool I took a walk like it was great like no go get off your porch and go do some shit please for the love of god but like someone comes to you and they're chasing something super ambitious have you ever well maybe I'm just going to ask it. Have you ever been like, man, that's pretty ambitious. I don't know if you should do that. For example, if you ever watch TV shows like The Voice or American Idol or whatever, there's people that are like, everyone in my small town thinks I can sing. Everyone tells me I'm the best. And they open their mouth and it sounds like fucking screeching cats. And you're like, I don't know who told you that you could sing, but they lied to you badly. And you need to find a different thing to do with your life like do you have that like do people just chase too ambitious of things and you have to like talk them off the ledge <laughs> or do you just let everyone chase anything <laughs> like... very good question and uh thank god i've yet to have the cat the cat lady come and tell me she's gonna go on idol but no i mean i i think honestly if there is something in your soul that you are like truly truly meant to do maybe like keep chasing it until you find the pivot in it until you find the actual real thing in it i mean it's just it's so interesting that like i'm trying to think of a, an example right off the top of my head but like there's got to be i've worked with people who like they said they were going to do one thing and then as we're going it's totally pivoted and has done something completely different that feels same but different but so in alignment yeah. and i think that that's kind of it like sometimes you just have to make those big scary gold dream chasing ambitions don't you, think, don't you think you have to get through the shit first like on your first the first thing in your mind is like oh i'm gonna be a blah 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 and then you're like okay well it's maybe because your brain didn't consider what's under that and you have to chase the first thing first to get that out of the way so you can be like oh shit i never considered like this other possibility absolutely and you know i think this kind of goes ties into like if you have a business mind for sure i think you know oftentimes in this industry i am selling what people want and then giving them what they need in order to get what they want and i know that that sounds really weird but if you're in the online space or you're a coach or something you know exactly what i'm talking about oftentimes i talk a lot about you know your purpose alignment making money doing it i sell you on that because that is what you say you want, which 100% we get to, no question. But oftentimes, there's a lot of other things we have to deal with in order to get you to that point. And what if you can call it, that's not snake oil salesman, that's nothing. That is, you think you want this thing, cool, we can do it, but we have to get through this middle chunk in order for you to get it. And that's a huge part of what I do. That's why I always say like business mindset, you can't do one without the other. So maybe there is something there that you want to do. Maybe you want to be on uh, American Idol, but then we figure out that you're actually more of an ex executive producer or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like it's probably there. It's probably leading you to the next right step. Oftentimes we just have to clear some shit in order to fill, figure out what that next right step is. I love that. That was such a good answer. There's so much good in that. Like clearing away, like getting what you want, but not knowing what you need to get there, you know? Like, and I think sometimes as humans, we see like what we want and it's because we saw someone else do it and we don't know what the fuck they had to go through in order to get there. We don't know they had to go through 10 years of therapy to get rid of their childhood trauma so they could actually be who they are, you know? Like you don't know that. That's a hundred percent like fucking bang on, right? Like there's so much behind it. Like so many people say they want my job. Do you know how many people come to me and say, I want to do exactly what you do? Yeah, but they don't know what it has taken and they don't know the work that goes into it behind this. Like I am 100% like, and I, and again, I'm the girl who tells you I work all the time, which I totally do. And there's the faith part and there's the feminine part and the masculine part and all the things. But 
my job is a fucking lot and I don't even have kids and I have team and I have people who work for me and I have financial resources to be able to do the, of the things that I fucking do. And I think sometimes when they, people get behind the fucking curtains, they go, Oh fuck, maybe that's not what I wanted. And I think sometimes you have to do the things in order to figure out what it is that you actually want. And sometimes surprise, it's not actually what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And then too, like, I think it's important for people to not be afraid of that. If you have something that you want and then you uncover some shit and then you're like, oh, maybe this isn't what I want. Like, that doesn't mean, that's not a fail. That's a win. You know, you could have spent your whole life chasing this fucking thing and gotten to it at the end and been like, man, I just spent 30 years chasing this and it wasn't what I wanted. Like, get there quicker so you can waste less time. Bingo. That is it 110%. I think so many people are afraid to either quit or pivot or do something yeah, different when they don't exactly and you figure out that you actually do not want it and there's a lot of steps in between that like there's a big difference between <laughs> just here and there. <laughs> exactly and, it, and it's not like don't quit at the minute you don't like something but if you're 20 years into your fucking nursing career and you're miserable every fucking day wait can't wait for the fucking weekend you guys i do not live a life that i i wait for the weekends this weekend when since you guys are in town super excited for the weekend duh but no but like for reals like i i like mondays or tuesdays at three o'clock just as much as i like saturday afternoons at three o'clock like i am not living for the fucking weekend and if you've created a life that you are literally looking forward to only friday afternoon dreading sunday and looking forward to your one fucking week of vacation per year you've got it back fucking asswards and you better contact me or someone else because (laughs) i'll tell you what that is not a life yeah fabulous um and then feeding right into my last question just perfectly on schedule um talk about work-life balance a little bit because i think when you're chasing something you're so passionate about you could stay up till midnight doing it You know, you could stay up till midnight bashing your head against the wall trying to solve the world's problems. You can blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you don't breathe, if you don't walk, if you don't golf, if you don't all the things, like, things suffer. But where's the off switch, you know? How do you at 4 o'clock be like, man, I'm just, like, really loving this right now, but I I need to step away. Like, what's that look like? Yeah, I don't think there's one... um you know boxed answer for that think about it your boyfriend's downstairs right now woke up the minute he got up on the laptop before you fell asleep and he was well i don't know i was fucking way asleep before y'all but <laughs> yes, he was still working when i was falling asleep exactly yeah. he was still working um my husband's exactly the same people always think that like we have this fucking glamorous life which a we do yeah. b um it's ta- it takes a lot and there's a lot of work involved. My husband's exactly the same. We'll wake up at 4.30 in the morning. We'll work for four hours on a Saturday morning and then people see us at 10 o'clock playing golf. Yeah, well, there was five hours of work fucking before that thing happened. And I've said this on this podcast before. Nathan has literally shut off his cell phone one time in 19 years, the day we got married. And I'm pretty sure before I saw him on the day we got married, it could have been on. But- <laughs> it was like, shit, she's coming. <laughs> exactly. Fuck, put that bitch away. Uh, me or the phone. Which one am I talking about? Um. Uh, but all of that to be said, Hi, Christina, so I can work still. Would you please keep her behind that wall? I don't want her to see me. Exactly. Exactly. But no, no, no that's a thing. Like, I don't know if there's a work life balance. I don't think it's possible. I think there's seasons where it's busy and seasons where it's not as busy. You know, I think you intentionally have to plan downtime. I think you have to schedule things that make you happy. Like our schedule. And this is crazy. But again, you're not going to hear this podcast until the fall. But it's like we're sitting in the closet at 10, 18 in the morning at, on August the 20th recording this and um my schedule my girlfriend sent me a message my very the one of my clients who was my very 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 first mastermind the one i did here locally in arkansas she's like all of us have to get together with our husbands and have dinner and all the things and i was like okay nathan and i have september 2nd september 3rd and august 23rd available for dinner besides that we're booked until the end of the year (laughs) like dead ass freaking serious like for every single solitary day is pretty much taken up between now and then not bad, not good, sometimes overwhelming, sometimes super, super exciting. Um, You know, this is the life that we've created. This is what we plan. We schedule for it. We, you know, we just got finished 75 hard. We committed to our health for 75 days and we scheduled around that. You know, it's busy. You wake up at four, Nathan's alarm goes off at 418 in the morning. I usually get up a few minutes after him and we crash by eight o'clock. That is our lives. We're okay with it because it's what we've created. I don't think that there's a work-life balance in some regards. I think plan things 
that make you happy, plan things that are fun, have life around business. But sometimes this life that we've created, number one, it's expensive. <laughs> number two, yeah. it is, um, you know, there's so many more people involved. I obviously I have a team of like four that I have to pay. Nathan has hundreds of employees that he has to pay. So there's a lot of people relying on us. So we have to work a lot. We have to work hard. We have to do those things. I don't regret it. There's days that I'm tired. There's days where I'm super excited and it's it's low key. I think, again, there's no such thing as balance. You have to create the life that you want. And here's the thing. A lot of people could, quote unquote, say that they want my life. But when you get in the behind the scenes of my life, you might fucking hate my life. I don't have kids. I work all the time. I literally like am so routined and structured because that's just how the only way that I can actually physically keep going is if I have the routines and structures. So yeah, there's a lot of it. But I think you have to figure out what works for you. There's no such thing as fucking balance. Don't don't look at the internet and be like, oh, it must be so fucking nice. No, there's a lot behind it. So figure out what feels best and great to you. And if you like a lot of downtime, create a life that allows you to have a lot of downtime. If you like to work a lot, don't make yourself feel fucking bad about it. That's what I'm sick of on the internet is people like making you feel bad that you work all the time. Like, what are you talking about? I like working a lot. I like what I get to do. My husband loves building shit and going to look at fucking dirt on the weekends. Like, <laughs> trust me, it's not that fun, but the, he loves it. Yeah. I think too, like something that you were just saying, like, you know, this is a life that you guys wanted that you create and you wake up and you're excited. But like, can we also just not shame ourselves? Man, when I first met you, I was like, I'm such a shithead. I don't wake up till 8 a.m., sometimes later, sometimes earlier. But man, 8 a.m. is kind of my butter zone. I'm never going to be anything in this world because I don't wake up at four or six or whatever. Like, not true. 100 percent not true not true some successful people you know the 5 a.m club is a thing and there's a lot of successful people that wake up early good for them, good for them. but sarah fucking still crushes life and <laughs> guess what you say eight o'clock i've seen you sleep till 10 don't fucking lie it's a little more rare these days <laughs> yeah now that you got the the kid the kiddos yeah, matt wakes up at like you know one goes off at like six i'm like can we talk about this <laughs> like do i have a say in this he's like not really we have to do the kid thing i'm like okay that's cool but like 10 more minutes <laughs> exactly i love it but no there's no there's not one size that fits all so i think that's a fantastic question yeah yeah uh okay well that's all the questions that i have actually okay. surprisingly and my academic overachieving list of all the questions Good. Yeah. It's good that there, you have no more questions because I got one final question and we've got a tea time. So <laughs> speaking of Talk balance, priorities, priorities. <laughs> uh, record a podcast, go play golf, go to a concert and fucking have fun. Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to ask all everyone who's doing these um, ask me anything coaching. We don't even know what the series is called yet. Again, you guys, you don't have to know the final answer. You just have to fucking do it as we're sitting here and we're going to figure it out come November. By the time you listen to this, it'll be so fucking professional right now. It's a goat rodeo in my closet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, cheers, cheers to that. Um, uh, okay. So final question I'm going to ask everyone who interviews me is like, what do you get out of your experience working with me? And like, why would someone want to hire a coach or get in a mastermind or experience a retreat? Like it may seem so foreign to so many people who listen to this podcast. So I'd love your opinion. And you are someone funny enough who has not only worked with me one-on-one -on -one in a mastermind and numerous retreats. So you have a really good um, perspective on this. It's pretty 360 at this point, I would say. Um, and I'll say that when I first did the live event five years ago, shit, um, I was still in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> you were. That's so glamorous. Um, I have done the whole thing, you know, I've, I've been to the lowest lows and all the things and done all the therapy. And I've, you know, just been to the, the, what feels like the bottom of the barrel in a lot of ways. And the first thing that came to my mind when you said that, and you haven't asked me this, we talked about it before, but like, I didn't put any thought into it. I didn't even know what question you were actually going to ask because we talked about like four of them. So I never know what's going to come out of your mouth. I'm sure you feel the same about me. <laughs> true. true that. That's never probably, what's the one thing you and Christina probably have most in common? You never know what the fuck we're going to say. Exactly. <laughs> That's what keeps it fun. Um, but like, I feel like I, I tried all the therapy and I did all the things. And the first thing that came to my mind was like, you fucking taught me who I am. Like, 
and I don't really fucking care. I'm not even going to go back and look out how much money I spent to figure it out. It was worth every fucking penny, but, like, you taught me who the fuck I am, you know? And, like, I struggle with it sometimes still, like, different days or whatever, but, like, I didn't know, like, who I was or, like, what I wanted or why I wanted it. Like, you know, I picked up everything and moved to Nashville to be a songwriter and, like, I kind of knew, but, like, I didn't know, like, why, you know? And it's because I want to make a difference, you know? And you make a fucking difference. And, like, you taught me what it means to, like, surround yourself with people that want to do that kind of shit, you know? Like, I was just kind of, like, floating around being like, okay, well, these are the people that are, like, local, and these are the people that I went to school with, and these are the people that it looks like the world wants me to be friends with, but that's not the people that you have to be friends with. That's not the stuff you have to do like you can do whatever the fuck you want and if you don't know who you are you don't like the people you're hanging out with and you feel like you're a little bit lost like sometimes you got to get with people that are better than you at shit humble the fuck up and like go be with people that have what you want because i mean no i don't have ambitions of working from 4 a.m until 6 p.m and whatever but like i know that i want something better than what I was doing. Like, I wanted to be a sports information director in a fucking college athletic department. Like, no. Like, I I love sports. I love stats. I'm a fucking jock, you know? Like, we're about to go play golf right now. And I'm just like, that's been my, that was a lot of my life, was working in sports and all that stuff. And, you know, I thought I wanted to be a wedding photographer. And that fucking raked me over the coals. Like, no. I had to figure out, like, who I was. And it took being in a room full of people that are better than me to figure that out. And thank God, you know? Oh, we're both like crying. <laughs> Tears. I wasn't going to cry. We were going to cry. Oh my God. We we're going to try oh, to cry. Wow. No, seriously. I love you so much. I'm so freaking proud of you. And you guys, it's like, you never know why you need this thing. And you never, and Sarah said those people that are better than her, you know, over the years, um, Sarah, people have joined these rooms because of you to get in the same room. No one is better than anyone. It's just that sometimes people are further along down the journey. And now you are totally for far along in your journey and it's only going up from now. I love you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for doing this podcast. Let's go play some golf. And if you guys are interested in the mastermind, um, our next one is starting in January. We have a wait list if it has not already been full, but you can text me the word mastermind, M-A-S-T-E-R-M-I-N-D. I'll tell you what a mastermind is. And then I will tell you how to get on the wait list. You can text 501-222-3362. You guys, please go follow Sarah Faith on underscore music go support her go follow her she is all over the damn place she knows exactly who she is and why she is here on this planet and don't forget you can too all you have to do is decide it is your turn Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.